It's the Rolling with Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and this is episode two. And my guest is a legendary Atlanta-based DJ, an author, a custom bike curator, a designer. Welcome, DJ Mars. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas and all of that. (laughs) I want to give a quick shout out to my cousin, Tori. And Atlanta influences everything for connecting the two of us. Yep. That's my guy right there. Been my guy since the early 90s. <laughs> um, I, I've known about you as far as being a DJ, mm-hmm. but I just recently found out that you customize bikes. And I thought that was incredibly dope uh, mm. that you do that. And I saw some of your designs and I'm like, wow, I want one, but I have no space. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later. Um. So we could just get right into it, and then yep. basically biking. How 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 did it all start for DJ Mars? Well, you know, as a kid back in the day, this this is what we did. This is what how we rolled around. You know, bikes were our Mercedes Benzes and whatnot. So, so I just um, as a kid, BMX bikes were our thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so we rode BMX bikes. Um, uh, by the time we got to high school. You know, we were into cars. Girls weren't. So we kind of left bikes alone because, you know, that wasn't attractive to <laughs> to the ladies and whatnot. Um, so then I got into it again. Early 2000s, I bought a mountain bike. Didn't really ride it that much. Um, uh, but then let's say 2017 is when I bought my first adult. And that's what made it fun. So 2017 is when I, let's say I got back into it in terms of uh, adult bike riding. So that, that would, that would be like the starting point of me riding as an adult. So what made you, what sparked that? Like, let me get this mountain bike and start riding again. Um, I think it's probably just wanted to lose some weight at that time. That was definitely the plan. Just, I just wanted to lose some weight, you know, uh, I'm not a gym person, so it wasn't like I was going to the gym on a weekly basis. That's not really my thing, but I, I, I knew I needed it to exercise. So that's what made me get the mountain bike. I just didn't have fun riding the mountain bike. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm a road bike person myself. No knock to, no knock to uh, mountain bikes because they look really cool, but I guess it all depends on where you ride the mountain bike. Yeah, and, and where you ride and what kind of riding you're trying to do. So for me, for me, in my mind, um, riding uh, uh, reminded me of uh, the activity I was doing as a kid. And I didn't, and that activity as an adult, I just, it just wasn't as fun for me at the time, um, riding a mountain bike. You know, I, I think I just saw BMX bikes as more fun, per se. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went after it on the BMX side of things. All right, got you. So then, did you make the switch from okay, now you have this mountain bike, but it's not so fun. Um, bike ride is not like what you remember as a kid. So then, how did you get into like, or did you just say, you know what, let me get a BMX bike to see if it's different? Or how did it, how did it become fun again for you? Well, I went searching several bike shops in Atlanta 
And I was like, yo, you know, do you guys remember? And I'm rattling off the names of different bikes from the 80s, like Mongooses, Diamondbacks, um, RL, Osborne's, I mean, I mean, Redlines, I'm sorry, um, um, GTs, the PK Rippers. And they're like, no, like we don't, you know, we don't carry those anymore. So and not only did they say no, <laughs> they kind of laughed at me like, man, nobody rides those bikes anymore. Get out of here. Like, I'm an adult, and they're kind of like, man, get out of here. Like, that's so old school. And then one day, I went into the skate shop, who, skate shop slash, slash bike shop, and they had the bike that I was looking for. Like, so as soon as I saw it, I mean, it was literally like heaven on earth. And, you know, I walked in, and they had it. Then they had several other bikes. I was like, okay, this is the spot. I bought it immediately. Didn't even think about it. Bought it. And rode it home. Now the funny thing is, it's 2017. So however old I was, that was four years ago. Uh, I was 44. So I was not in bike shape at all, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I use that term. I, I use that term specifically because you, you know, when you're riding, you should be in bike shape. But I was not. So I remember hitting hills, and I had to walk. <laughs> I walked my bike probably half of the way home. At this point, I was like four miles away from my house. And I couldn't make it only because I wasn't in bike shape. Mm-hmm. But, yo, I'm going to get in shape to do this. And then then I started riding a lot more religiously, and it became fun again. Maybe it was because of the style of the bike. Well, it definitely have a lot to do with the style of the bike. It just became fun. Yeah. That's really cool. I've never really – I've always had, like, um, I guess an urban slash uh, – maybe a mountain bike when I was a kid, like whatever. I didn't have a BMX bike, but I remember the, uh, some of the boys in my, in my neighborhood had the BMX bikes and had the pegs on the back and Mm -hmm. I would want to jump on the back and ride. Like, Mm -hmm. so I could, you know, I could kind of see the, the fun in it and they were popping willies. I could never do a a willie for a long time. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that was the kind of thing that was what I was looking for. And, I couldn't get that energy out of a, a mountain bike. Not to say that people can't do wheelies. Yeah. Because clearly they do. It was just a different experience. Yeah, yeah. So then what inspired you to start customizing bikes? And then do you remember your first customization? Oh, yeah, I definitely do. Um, so, the, the you know, I come from a hip-hop space. And hip-hop we're always remixing, you know, for whatever the reason, you know, there's a multitude of reasons, but we're always remixing things. You know, you get a pair of white Adidas and then you paint them black. That's just what hip hop is. So I had this bike and um, I, I knew that you can get it powder coated. So I, I, I designed it in the, in the manner, in the style um, to reflect my high school. You know, I grew up in Springfield, Mass., in my high school was Springfield Central High School, the Golden Eagles. Mm-hmm. So I painted the bike, um, I painted the bike to reflect that that energy. And that was my very first one. Nice. So so then all right. So as far as you customizing bikes, now what made you want to take it a step further and then start customizing bikes for other folks? That was kind of like an accident, right? So um, at the start of the pandemic, 
uh, I'm trying to remember. We've been in it, what, one to two years? <laughs> yeah. I, I know, right? Like, we don't even remember how long we've been in the house. Um, so at the start of the pandemic, let's say this December, I'm trying to get the years right. So let's say December 2019 going into 2020, I was touring with Tiffany Haddish, right? And and I, I knew that part of the tour was going to extend into into uh, January through February. My birthday's in March. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get an old school GT and I'm going to design it uh, to reflect my old neighborhood. Like both, I lived in two significant neighborhoods, Hickory Street and the other one, 16 Acres. So one of them was to reflect Hickory Street and the other one was to reflect 16 Acres. So I designed the bike and then I said, um, once the pandemic hit and they said, yo, basically, remember, they was like, well, at least this is how I took it. Don't go outside. If you go outside, you breathe the air from someone else, you're going to die. So <laughs> I remember I was like, damn, man, I can't ride my bike outside. So I posted one of them and then I was just posting a bike to say, hey, you know, this is the bike that I did. And this kid, um, Jason from London, from the UK, saw it. And he was like, yo, is that for sale? And I was like, hmm, I wasn't thinking about selling it. But he, so he was like, yo, if it's for sale, I'll buy it. And then at, the, at that time, my business mind popped up. And I was like, this bike, this bike will be more valuable to me sold than it will be sitting in my closet because I'm not going outside right now. Mm -hmm. The total antithesis to what my business ended up growing towards. So I sold Jason a bike, gave him a number. He agreed, shipped him the bike. He got the bike. And then remember I, had, remember I told you I had another one. So I posted that one as well. And then the client for that, he's actually, I saw him the other day. Uh, he saw that bike and was like, yo, is it for sale? If so, I want it. So the, the two uh, clients, one was an, an international-based client. The second one was based here in Atlanta. Where it was accidents. Like, I wasn't, I didn't design those bikes because they were very specific to me. One was based on, both of them was based on old neighborhoods that I lived in. Um, and, and they saw it, liked it, and purchased it. And that's exactly how it started. That's dope. <laughs> that's how it started. That's dope. Okay, so can you walk me through the customization process? So, for example, can I bring a bike into you for you to customize, or do you only customize certain brands or styles of bikes that no. you provide? As long as the bike, as long as you have the bike, you bring it to me, and and I will make it happen for you. Like if if you say, "Yo, this is my old," what, what do you what do you ride now? What do you currently ride? I ride. Um, uh, live um, road bike. Yep. So let's say if you say, "Hey man, this is my this is my live road bike." You know, I had it for X amount of years. I want to upgrade the color. So we'll what we'll do is we'll sit down and decide on the color scheme, color palette, and then then we will go from there. Like I will literally whatever it is that you have in your brain, as long as it's doable, we could do it with the bike. Oh shucks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> I mean, do it as long as it's doable. Oh, shucks. All right. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's that's dope. Yeah, I, because I've I've only seen like the um 
like the BMX style bikes, but knowing that you can do any bike. Yeah, um, Bro, I've done I've done um, road bikes. I've done gravel bikes for people. Um, me and my team, like you know, we 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 get busy. All right, that that's that's dope. So how long from start to finish? So if I came to you, you know, on a Monday, how, how quick around? How quick is the turnaround for the customization? It, it really is based on what you want to get done. Mm-hmm. You may just want to get new tires. You may want to get want to get the bike restickered. You may want to get it powder coated. So it really just depends on what you want to get done with the bike. All right, all right, that's cool. What do you enjoy most about riding? Uh, it's just a feeling that you're a kid all over again. Like, really, bike riding is, a, is just a freedom that you have. You know what I mean? Like, you know, as an adult, you say to yourself, you know, you know I want to ride just to feel like a kid. So then you get on your bike and then you just, you literally just ride out. Like, you know, when, when you're bike riding as a kid, it's you and your homeboys or your homegirls. And it's just that feeling, like you feel like a free bird just floating down the street. Um, and it's that same energy when, when you're an adult. Um, you know, we ride in this area called the Silver Comet Trail. Mm-hmm. We typically, when we ride that route, we ride about maybe 20, 30 miles. And, and you, you feel like a kid. Um, you know, you're just riding through the countryside of uh, West Atlanta. Uh, it just feels great. So it's that feeling that takes you back to your childhood. Yeah, I agree. I The freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you and your bike and yeah. the road. Yeah, and it's simple. It's, it's literally, it's simple. You feel the wind hitting you. You, the challenge of going up that hill, jumping off of a curb. Your friend has a nicer bike than you, so then you want to create something that's just as fresh. Like it's 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 super simple. It's mm-hmm. super simple. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about being a custom bike curator? Um, just the the ability to create for people, right? So so designing bikes and whatnot is is essentially just like DJing. Right. So I take it's the same creative process I take from A and put it to B. Um, it's really no different. I, I don't see it as any different. Like, you know, so it's like taking record one and mixing it with record B. Same thing with the colors on the bike, You're taking one color and mixing it with another to create this whole new thing. Like it's, you know, like a party, a DJ at a party. He's taking all of these records and the records are just like words. Right. And then you put the words together to create this vibe and this energy. And it's the same thing with a bike. Um, yeah, I definitely can see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, okay, so like Malcolm X, right? He's a, Malcolm X is a great, you know, he was a great orator, a great speech giver, right? Mm-hmm. He, was, he was using the same words that we all have access to. He just put them together better, right? So... It's, I do the same thing with the bikes. Like I, I take, take colors that we all have that, and I just put it together in a yeah. different form to, you know, just make it a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good analogy. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, that's, that, that's the thought process is just taking what's there and just, just blowing it up. 
So what's next for me by Mars? Um, well, we're closing out the pop-up shop, the holiday pop-up shop. And then, then we're looking for a permanent location. So next would be to settle down on somewhere permanent. All right, cool. Yeah, so then people can come in and purchase merch and bikes? Exactly, both. Got you. All right, cool. So yep. how can people get a Made by Mars customization? Um, just hit me on, on the DM on my uh, Made by Mars 404 on Instagram. Just send me a DM and then I'll respond. I, you know, I, I, I own and operate the, the page, so it's not like you're talking to an assistant. You will literally be talking to me. All right, okay. And then as far as price range, a range of, it. we start at a base of, hundred dollars or we start at a base of well the the, mm-hmm. the base price is let's say it's it's in two two forms so the base price is the actual cost of the bike if you're buying the bike from me so let's say the bike costs five hundred and and you want to um you want to get it powder coated so it's the base cost of the bike plus whatever the work is so and if 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 the if you already own the bike, then it's the cost of whatever it is you want to get done. So the point is it it fluctuates. Okay. Gotcha. All right. That's dope. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely going to bring my bike down there (laughs) and see if I can get this thing customized. Um, And that's what's up. Any last words before we wrap up? Um, no, nah, I mean, other than just, you know, if you want to get it done, you know, you hit me made by Mars four, four on Instagram. Um, let's get creative, man. Let's just do some fun stuff. It's, the best time to start is now because, um, high season is when everybody's riding and then, then you're competing with other customers. So if people have an idea what they want to get done. Hit me now. We can start the process now. Yeah. All right, you heard it here, people. Start now. Yeah, start now. Let's get it going. Before it gets too busy, and you're going to be mad at yourself. Yep, 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 exactly. You're going to be mad at yourself seeing all these dope bikes that yeah. Mars customizing. You're like, damn, I should yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm ready, man. Let's get 20, 2022 going on. Let's get a lot of people on these bikes. Let's have a good time. That's right. That's what it is. I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on the Rolling With Tay podcast show. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and I will see you on the next one. Deuces. One more Rolling With Tay podcast? Well, follow on Instagram and Twitter at Rolling With Tay. Visit the blog rollingwithtay.wordpress.com for more content and be sure to sign up for the monthly newsletter. And lastly, subscribe to the YouTube channel Rolling With Tay.